friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a Fort Worth podcast about our community's creators. You can find us on all the streaming services, Spotify, Pandora, Podbeam, Stitcher, Apple, etc., etc. You can also get us off our website, fortworthroots.com. Shout out to our friends at squadstx.com. Boys Camping takes place down in Glen Rose, Texas. Lots of cool information about that. Check it out at squadstx.com. This episode went long. It really did. And we had a lot of fun with the YouTube video. I'm going to ask you to go check this thing out. We included video from an event we went to recently with the Funky Panther, a local Fort Worth podcast that if you haven't checked out yet, you need to. Really good stuff. It's been voted best podcast in Fort Worth, I think, several years in a row uh, by Fort Worth Weekly, I think. Anyway, awesome stuff. So we included a little video of the event that we went to. There were 100 plus people that showed up to this thing. Absolute success. Very good stuff. And then uh, at some point during this recording, the camera dies. So what I did is I put a bunch of videos in from the uh, Whiskey Garden um, Sugar Baby Snow Cone Pool Party. I know, lots of words. Anyway, basically what it amounts to is a bunch of beautiful women in bikinis running around and having fun. And we we really did have a great time. Shout out to our buddy Royal who invited the Fort Worth Roots podcast out to be part of this thing. So anyway, the uh, the video is, is probably going to be the number one Fort Worth Roots podcast YouTube video. And I... I You'd be missing out if you didn't check this thing out. So um, with that being said, check us out on YouTube to, to see this episode's video. And go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Help us out. It uh, helps our analytics whenever you guys subscribe to the channel. So, uh, But this is definitely an episode that is better viewed than listened to. Not that there's anything wrong with the audio here. It was great. And a big shout out to our buddy Sam Escaval from the Feld Podcast. We did this recording at his studio just off of West 7th Street, and um, it was great. I really appreciated his space. He's got excellent equipment, and uh, he made a great co-host. So, And I want to do more of that, have more guest co-hosts uh, on to help me with these episodes. I'm, it's just more dynamic that way. It's, uh, it's more fun. I like having people co-hosting with me. It's good stuff. Sam, this was an incredible opportunity. Thank you for inviting the Fort Worth Roots podcast into your studio, and I'm looking forward to doing this again. Our guest today is an aspiring public speaker. She's fluent in three different languages. She knows sign language. She's a hyper-local Fort Worth influencer, and she is also the winner of the 2020 Miss Fort Worth pageant. Let's give it up for our guest today, Genevieve. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. I'm sorry. Wait, you guys aren't louder with Crowder. I've got to go. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we have to fight in here. <laughs> but Joe Rogan busts down a wall. <laughs> like, hey, guys, I'm here. Like the Kool-Aid man. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's your sound bite for the episode. Oh, yeah. But I just I had to start by saying thank you because um, that that is such a powerful moment that I've just started to kind of recently mm -hmm. uh, get exposed to because yeah. 
I've just been talking into a microphone and nobody has really been sending me talking emails back, or yeah. yeah. So now that I'm going to these live events or whiskey's the place for it. Like anything on seventh is going to be the place for it because it's all going to be that hyper local Fort Worth activity, that Fort Worth culture. And if you guys are doing like the creative community of Fort Worth in a podcast, oh, that's definitely going to be your like niche. Yeah. But I, for me, for whatever reason, and you, you mentioned that you heard me talking about it in Paul's episode, yeah. in the intro. I uh, I didn't think Whiskey Garden was going to be a demographic that listened to a podcast like Fort Worth Roots. I was dead wrong, but yeah. when I got there, I was like... I, you said no. a bunch of like 20-somethings that were recognizing your podcast, and you're like, that is not what I expected at <laughs> all. Oh, no. And, and so, like I said, I'm just kind of dealing with this imposter syndrome, but I had to say thank you for running up, and because you didn't have to do that. You oh, didn't I have wanted to. to. The second that sure. Jeff had texted me, he's like, hey, by the way, so you and CK are hosting, but we've also got Fort Worth Roots coming out. And I was like, the podcast? And they're like, yeah, they're going to have a, like, a booth, and they're going to do kind of like you know sound bites and little interviews and stuff. And I was like, I have to say hi. And he's like, yeah, it would be kind of rude if you didn't. And I was like, no, <laughs> Jeff, I listened to this podcast. Reason being, because Morgan used to teach at the same painting studio I teach at. Are you talking about Painting, uh, with, a painting twist with a Twist? On Cherry okay. Lane. Yeah, I was telling um, Jerry Glenn, I was telling him that I've, I'm doing a podcast, and he's like, is it Fort Worth Roots? <laughs> I was like, actually, it is. And he's like, so I know Andrew, and I know Morgan, and they actually interviewed Kiki, who's one of the old artists that we used to have, and Morgan and Kiki both have some of their paintings that up still so in the lobby. Wild. So now one of my paintings and one of Morgan's paintings are in the lobby together. And are, it's like, I am so excited, because it's such a tiny world. And are you still working Teaching there? Yeah, teaching I actually, there, yeah. yeah, I actually taught a class was it last night or the night before two nights ago two One nights ago two. i don't know yeah i just taught a class there like a couple nights ago well, you'll have f- to take a picture of yours and morgan's painting sitting next to each other they are actually i have I, i'll send it to I'll you send it to me, i've yeah. got the picture of <laughs> hold on i forgot that my microphone lives here so i have to move around my microphone you can't disrupt the she's mic. adapting to these terms i'm Sam, doing my very best quickly um yeah so he had shown me he's like actually let me show you this is one of morgan's paintings and i was like really no way <laughs> yeah it's 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 either Morgan's or Kiki's. I don't remember which. There's a couple. It's Morgan's. There's an M in the corner. Yeah. It's this. It's that little, you know, truck Boy, with flowers. You know what? I know the yeah. story behind that one. She was so stressed out about that painting. Oh, it came out so good, though. It did, yeah. But it came out so good. She'll never agree with you. Well, of course. That's what all of us say. So if, none of us, if you'll send that to me before you forget about it, Andrew, add that to the episode on the YouTube version. So When you're editing later and you're like, reminder to myself. <laughs> yeah, I have to or I'll forget. I get it. There's yeah. so many times that I'll, I'll be listening to one of the episodes from the past or uh, looking at the YouTube video and I don't put it in Damn there. it. I should have added that. I've got to <laughs> yep. get better at that. So so has the has the episode started, Andrew? Oh, yeah. We've been going. We haven't Genevieve, done introductions or anything, let me, but that's fine. Let me ask you that. I was about to get into <laughs> that tell, tell us a little bit about who you are and where you grew up and um and then obviously we talked a little bit about your name and you you know everyone that has a difficult name they everyone always tries to give them nicknames right because yeah. it's so hard but you've and chosen because it makes you unique and it, it makes is. you who you are so tell me a little bit about yourself and some of the struggles that you've had with people pronouncing your name so starting <laughs> off just right off the bat so i come i'm first generation american i come from a very very predominantly european family um like growing up at home i was learning english alongside french and dutch at the same time so jean is the actual pronunciation of my name and that's always been very important to me and Say of course again slow Jean-Vievre. very beautiful i know my full name get ready you're gonna love this mm-hmm. Jean-Vievre mesha katrina farnham wow. is my full name and wow. yeah it's very european so Genevieve, in a way is it's the americanized a, it's like the english version, version of yeah. a french name um there's an accent in the middle it's a it's an accent grave that nobody adds but it 
changes the pronunciation of the i and the e yeah i saw that it was like um yeah yeah um and i actually just recently started doing that i realized it was on my birth certificate and i was like i've never signed my name with the with the accent before and i was like just a little like a little spice to add on top of an already spicy name let's do it um but my family was all predominantly europe so i grew up with this name grew up with this this weirdness of you know you see a lot of immigrants especially in texas you know mm-hmm. different oh, yeah. kinds but it's never European. Whenever you're in like a class of predominantly non-English speakers, it's always Spanish. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like the one kid where I was like, I was learning French and Dutch and I couldn't talk to the other immigrant kids because they <laughs> were speaking Spanish and I did not. Yeah. Um, so growing up was just a lot of like, I had a, for a little while, I had an imposter syndrome. I would go by Jen and everyone's like, is it Jennifer? And I'd just be like, yeah, because that was easy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sure, my name's Jennifer. Let's go with it. Well, um, you don't want to be the weird kid, right? Exactly. And that, like, kids are brutal. Right. If you've won already, you've got a different upbringing because I was raised on, um, my mom comes from Australia and she has Dutch parents. So I was getting European and Australian culture that a lot of American kids didn't get. So mm-hmm. I was out of the loop on so many like kids shows and movies and things like that. Um, and I was like playing games that my classmates didn't. So I was always ostracized. And you either had those really cool kids that wanted to be friends with a different kid or you had the kids that are like, I'm going to make you wish you had never been born. Ooh, my mic. No. It's okay. It lives there now. It lives here now. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. I'm ruining no, your... You're, you're doing okay. Fine. So if, if people recognize you for some something right now what it'd be would, my name well okay it would be good. it would be then probably the height too before we get away from this i had a question about your name yeah yeah is there a way to add that accent on the computer when you're typing this out i mean mm-hmm. i see it online like there you, is it's like a windows it's alt windows key like c and then some random number so there is a way to do it i just don't know how to so normally what i'll do is i will literally we'll google e with accent grov and then i will copy and paste it from <laughs> from the google okay. result and then i'll add it somewhere <laughs> but let me, i'll give you this insight if you hold it down on your phone the letter it gives you all yeah the on my phone it's easy but right. when i'm typing it on a computer I know, I know, like the Mac shortcut, but I have a Windows, and I couldn't tell you, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because on this episode, that's, that's unless there's some kind of weird yeah. block that they've got so that you can't add. It's gonna be one of like those that. things where it's like a question mark instead of the letter E. It's like there's something weird here, <laughs> and that was the problem I had a lot of times is I would have to not use the accent because if I was typing my name in like a random something on my phone or my computer I'd be like sorry you can't use special characters I was like yeah. it's literally an E with an accent that is not a special character yeah but yeah no. America um, America yeah. so gr- growing up like French and Dutch like your culture is, is very different than it's incredibly than, than different American culture and I, what I've learned from people who've come from Europe and, and, and places over there is there's shows that they get attached to that so helps great. them that helps them like kind of learn about the american culture do you remember what shows kind of either fooled you or taught you about the american culture i'm really gonna age myself with this but do you guys remember cabbage patch kids oh yeah oh yeah so that was already pretty outdated by the time i was watching it but my mom had been like obsessed <laughs> with cabbage patch kids so i got obsessed with cabbage patch kids and it was like the first it was one of those things where it was like stop motion so it was a, an actual cabbage patch kid but they it was kind of like stop motion they made like and it was all about American middle schools and Hmm. I was in elementary school at the time I was like oh my god are American teenagers really this terrible like I'm gonna hate it here Uh, I'm gonna hate school Um, so that was that was really fun but that's probably the show and then PBS I loved PBS Um, 
all of those shows there was some that were like um they were all different cultures so you'd have one that was about these chinese cats that grew up with like the emperor <laughs> i think that was called may you my i don't know but that was really cool um but i was predominantly on australian tv shows there was one called bananas and pajamas bananas. you guys say bananas and pajamas we say bananas <laughs> and pajamas and it was these two literal like foam mascot costumes of these two guys in literal like banana suits with striped pajamas on this sounds terrifying it's li- hold on i have got a picture for you i will send you another photo for you to yeah. add to the youtube version of this send later me all the photos it's literally <laughs> so terrifying these guys were i don't know like six five with these costumes on maybe this is a good halloween costume idea this yeah you guys need to do this it, it might be cool. make it happen make it happen if you really want to terrify someone and do you'll it. be the only one you'll that be the only it. one in, in on and the have joke. like a yeah. terrible theme song dude was like bananas and pajamas are coming down the stairs. Oh, okay. So it's meant to be terrifying. And pajamas are co- yeah, it was so scary. Hold and on. The, and then now in the, in the day... But look at this. Look at what I dealt with. This was what I grew up... This okay. is what I had to deal so with. So for, for those of you that are not looking at the YouTube video where I'm going to add this, it's uh, it's exactly what she's describing. It's it, foam it, it, <laughs> bananas in, in gray and blue striped pajamas. And I mean, the backdrop kind of looks like it was filmed next to uh, Mr. Rogers. Yes, very right? similar. Very. Uh, it was very like eighties kind of house where it like looks like a house, but it's also obviously a stage. And like their sidekicks were a bunch of these like. Look how terrifying these ba- these bears are. They had little teddy bears. And Those they were, look familiar. Those look like the bear, Berenstein? The Bernstein Bears. Bernstein? I'm pretty sure they might have been based on them because this is from like the oh 80s. My. This is an yeah. old show. Yeah, here, Sam, you want to have nightmares? I've got you. <laughs> I know. Well, you, you know, it's it's crazy because as I watch the new age of, of television and entertainment, we get to see a lot of shows from all over the world. Yeah. And I'm realizing how weird shows are in other countries. You know countries. what? They think the same thing about Americans, though. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I felt like, I know we have some weird ones, but... There's this one show, and there's these Japanese kids between two and six, and they send them on errands throughout their little town to buy oh, yeah. groceries and stuff. Well, that's so incredibly normal, even in Europe. Over there, yeah. yeah. Anywhere so where you've got public transit, that's going to be a huge thing. When yeah. The weirdest thing, just from you know seeing Europe and stuff, was the lack of public transit. That right. yeah. I mean, Especially maybe it's just Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh, Dallas has got like a little bit of it. I think we've got like our bus transit, and that's pretty much it. So here's the transit situation as it stands right now. There's a large footprint here. Like, we've got a lot of land. Yes. And we expect expanded flat and wide yep we, we went all over the place yep if you go to somewhere like portland oregon um you're gonna see a lot of light rail and it's it's very effective and it's the way we should all live our lives i was just in new york city and that's how i felt i was like i love it here this reminds yeah, right. me of the london tube this right reminds me mm-hmm. of the bullet train throughout holland like this is this makes more sense to me but Texas with we don't have it like we have a, a train kind of yeah. but it goes to like maybe seven stops and they are trying to expand on the light rail system in Fort Worth and uh, there's more connections now than there were five years ago mm-hmm. in yeah. between uh, Fort Worth and Dallas and the airports and things like that um, and they're putting them up as fast as they can because yeah. everybody knows that's the best way it really for, is for, you know uh, public transit yeah it's, it's going to be cheaper in terms of you know gas for everyone especially with gas prices Jesus Christ, oh yeah. my god yeah, four thirty nine a gallon. I just checked this morning. Yeah, so no, thank you. Yeah. So there's an interesting thing about you that we haven't mentioned. Are we going to mention it on the podcast that she was Miss well, Fort Worth? Miss Fort Worth twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty two. Okay, that's the so, only reason Andrew talks to me. Uh, okay, you know so, that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to get into that 
you know, I, earlier when I was asking you to introduce yourself, sorry, I, yeah, I wanted I the people to know. I got off so so off offbeat. No, but there's <laughs> one thing. I mean, pageants and, and the winners happen every year, yes. and then you're you know responsible for certain things for the city and yep. stuff. But yours is unique in the sense that it happened during, during COVID, COVID, correct? And so you stand like you bring something new to the table. I don't know how it was, but I want to just know a little bit about like what led up to pageantry is yeah. that how you say it yes it is and then how did you end up on in that final pageant and then you got you or know. lack thereof and just genuinely. to clarify before we jump into the whole thing i was trying to do some research and it looked like it was with an organization called infinity yes so okay. the infinity is it's still part of the like miss universe world okay. mm -hmm. um their emphasis is more on charity though okay so every pageant contestant has a charity that they work with or a non-profit that they work with and normally what would happen um during the season is okay so start off the way the pageant works mm -hmm. it's like a little bracket essentially you start off as sometimes it's by city depending on population and then sometimes Sometimes it's by county. So if each city is too small to have its own miss something, they'll do it by county. Okay. Thankfully, Tarrant County is huge. Right. So you've got Arlington and Grapevine and Bedford and Fort Worth and all this area. Um, do you know Tarrant is the 12th or 11th largest county in the, I think, either U.S. or world? It's, I think it's... Interesting. Definitely the U.S. It yeah. might be the world. I don't know. Well, yeah, you start including a Asian countries. I don't That's know. That's what I was thinking. Like, I, I just know. thought of China, and I was like, well, maybe not, because China exists. China's huge. I think it's U.S. <laughs> it's also one of the best to live in terms of like zip codes and everything. Is, is Tarrant is that? County? I'm not quite sure, but um, what was it? Was it Bedford? think bedford or Euless. one of them was voted like the best city one of the best cities in the u.s to live this past year the year before yeah okay so it's which got makes the, the rest of tarrant county look good so like the highest quality of life yes oh, in terms of like okay. median income or like gross income in terms of like I think it was hearst hearst or is it hurt it's it, one it of those two area yeah. About yeah. It. yeah they're, they're the same yeah. Is that what H-E-B stands yeah. for? Is Hearst Euless Bedford? Mm -hmm. I've gone 25 years and not known that. <laughs> nice. Is that what the grocery store H-E-B well, stands for? Well, you're not Miss H-E-B, so. so no worries. <laughs> you imagine Miss H-E-B so. and the Miss Walmart and the Miss Kroger <laughs> and the Miss Tom Thumb and nobody talks about Miss Albertsons. You're right. Sorry. She's just, she's too old. She, she had is, her day. She's like 90. I yeah. don't know why she's, she's still. She's still beautiful. Yeah. She's still beautiful. And then Miss, Miss Winco's like seven years old. It's like, girl, what are you doing? You've got some time. Wait. Anyway, so... <laughs> We did it by city because Tarrant County is just so big and um, we could have cho chosen to just do the, it's by city and then it goes into um, state. So next step would have been Miss Texas. With COVID, it stopped at city. Okay. There was like, basically, I think what had happened is if you had already made a Miss State or a Miss World, you got to keep that title from the year before because with COVID, you couldn't have an in-person. Winner, winner. So somebody defaulted exactly. and somebody got two defaulted years. Somebody defaulted and got two years. What Damn. Bitch. I know. Screw her. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> best of luck towards you, girly. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we, we could have just done the Miss Texas and then we could have chosen to do the Miss Infinity Texas. And I was like infinity all the way charity yeah. um and so normally what would have happened is that the entire campaign leading up to the pageant you would have worked volunteered with your organization you would have gone out and found donors for your organization and so donating to someone's campaign was essentially donating to their 
charity. Right, right. Um, and so since I was doing Fort Worth, I, the first thing I thought of was Lancaster and the entire homeless population that we have there. And we've got three really wonderful homeless and battered women's shelters right in the Lancaster area. Mm-hmm. We've got several soup kitchens. Um, we've got what's called Safe Haven, which is technically in Fort Worth, but it's off on the skirts. But that's for um, a lot of times like homeless children or um, kind of like problematic teenagers who mm-hmm. are only problematic because they don't have a good home life. Mm-hmm. And so that's everything I chose to do. Um, at the same time, I was really interested in the Polaris Project, which fights, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's Mm-mm. a nonprofit private organization that helps fight um, human trafficking Okay. all across the country. They're kind of the ones who do like, they work with CIA and FBI for sting operations once they found that there is a house full of human victims yeah Yeah. um so they do a lot of work in texas as well um and at the time when i was in college i was doing um a lot of debate and my debate um speech for the year that i choose to compete on was human trafficking and how bad it is in texas and what people also don't realize is that behind um is it Harrison County? Is that where Houston is? I'm trying to think what the... I think that's right. I think or it's Harrison, Har- Harris, 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 Harris County. County. Yeah. I think that's right. They're the first in the entire state of Texas for human trafficking. Yeah. Tarrant County is number two. Denton County is number three. Because we're on the, the I-35 corridor, We're right? on the I-35 mm. corridor. We've also got a lot of malls and a lot of schools. Malls is a huge, huge really? hunting ground. So what will happen is, is that once you've been in human trafficking for so long, obviously you've got Stockholm Syndrome. You're just trying to survive at this point. So a lot of times girls will get better treatment if they find new girls or boys. It could be either. Um, so in shopping malls, it's really easy. So if you're ever... PSA for anybody of a certain demographic that it's going to be really easy for you to be a human trafficking victim. If you're ever in a mall, either by yourself or with another friend of a like demographic, and you've got a random girl or a random guy coming into the dressing room saying, I think you'd look really good in this. Hold on. What they're doing is they're saying they're trying to make friends, so you trust them. Mm -hmm. But then what they're doing is they're going out to two guys outside the dressing room saying, this room, girl by herself. So you think she's going and grabbing a dress that she saw earlier that you would look really good in, but what actually she's doing is she's making sure that nobody else is going to be coming into the dressing room. Those two guys are going to go in, they're going to grab you, and they're going to take you out. Sneaky devil. It's so sneaky. And they do a lot of it here in Tarrant County because we've got so many malls and such a young population. What's wild is that it is, you know... Uh, there's no way to argue this. It's a huge issue. It is. And you don't hear no. nearly enough about mm. it. So Not until it's someone you know. And and there are. There's some big celebrities that get up there and, and shout as loud as they can. And Ashton Kutcher did he, a lot of it. He's the first one the that first comes one I to think mind. Of. Yeah. Um, Kurt Cobain did a lot of it, too, before he died. I think the guy from uh, um, The Office. Am I John Krasinski. Is he another yes. one of the big yeah, advocates? Yeah, he is. Yeah, so you've got these people that are trying to champion that movement and wake everybody up, but it's nothing. It's, like, it's never it. anyone's first thought is human no. trafficking. Well, it's it's interesting that okay, I hear the passion and obviously like the in depth knowledge you have about that culture, right, mm-hmm. and how ugly it is. And when you think of pageantry, you know, you don't think of well, human trafficking. Well, no, no, you think of like beauty, and you think okay, you know, there's these women, and they're just focus on how they look and so my what i when i was knew that we were going to talk to you what's the struggle you've had with 
people realizing that you do have depth and that the community aspect to pageantry was such a great lesson for you because I hear it like I hear the passion thank you I appreciate that um that was probably a really hard part because you do still and it's gotten better it's not near as stereotypically dumb blonde as you think it is in pageants everyone who's competing especially if they chose the Miss Infinity route is they're choosing charity so they obviously care about something a lot of times it's animal shelters um soup kitchens or like i said i was doing a lot of human trafficking and homeless like anything involving homelessness the, the charity work exactly. you are actually I human trafficking i loved the charity work okay, yeah okay, just to be sorry let me no. yeah there was a word missing in there in the middle of that like i need to specify she is not doing human okay, trafficking this just turned into an investigation <laughs> the fbi is We're right outside we're using this uh, sd card as evidence now <laughs> exhibit a1 uh i plead the fifth um anyway no so talking to people and saying oh so it's not just like a i wish for world peace it's like no there's it's so much more than that because in order to get to world peace every single contestant is bringing something different to the table so the entire pageant is such a wonderful wonderful network of young women wanting to better our world because every single one of us we there might be a few of us that choose the same thing the same cause mm-hmm. but we're going to go about it different ways we're going to bring different donors we're going to connect different people a big another one that i did work with was nami of north Terran, and they are um a worldwide organization for mental health mm-hmm. um so they're a huge outlet for people to find therapists and find um affordable doctors to get medication or therapy um they have a lot of support groups and stuff they do so it was really wonderful bringing you know, here's human trafficking. Here's the people that are going to pull victims out of human trafficking. And then here's this wonderful group of people that are going to help with mental health. And then here you've got a battered women's shelter where some of these people are going to go because mm. they have nowhere else to go once they get out of the system. And so being able to connect all that and having so many resources that I didn't know already existed in Fort Worth until you bring them together, until you until you take the time and do some kind of cause like this, you're not going to know what your city has to offer, not maybe just for yourself, but for every other person that whose life you touch in some way. Yeah. And that was my fair part of the pageant is because, yeah, a couple of them aren't that bright. But they care about something enough to put like you can put degrees on the line, you put jobs on the line because pageantry normally is a lot. And COVID, it was a little easier for me. I, I didn't really have to compete to get Miss Fort Worth, yeah. so it kind of doesn't feel fair in some way to carry that crown and to carry that sash. But I still did, you know, the work with the organizations. Right. I still you know put two and two together. Um, the only thing I got to do in terms of charity work was I got to be the Easter Bunny um, in the city of Keller's Easter thing that they did, um, and all the kids were sitting in their little trucks and. and they they just drive up and there's an Easter Bunny giving them like a thing of eggs and they leave. But that counted, right? That's, yeah. That's well, charity work. And, and what you're talking about, these uh, um, pageants, everything is a net win. It is. No matter who gets first, second, third, whatever. All of those charities. Every one of those charities just got gained Got the publicity something. and the money that they didn't right, have before. Right. So and it's still, it, it regardless was of who wins, we it, all you're win. still putting in the work. You're still making a difference. Yeah. And anybody who's going to get upset about the fact that they didn't get the crown, eh, you, know, you weren't doing it for the right reason. Well, yeah. I would be upset. I mean, if I was going to compete for Miss, Easter Miss Bunny. Fort Worth 2022. Yeah, Mr. Easter Bunny Fort Worth. That's what I was figuring. I would should be, be upset. A, a guy competition I'm for the bunny. I'm surprised there's not a Mr. A Miss Fort Worth to be the bunny. Anyways, let me ask you this. It just it doesn't make sense. It's a sense. coveted title for yeah. sure. So that year, so you held it for a year. Mm-hmm. What did you learn during that year about yourself that you want to put out into the world? You know, for instance, when it comes to image you know when you're talking to young girls who are in elementary and middle school and you know how hard that is it right is, now yeah. and, and and the just the message that they're receiving 
And I understand some of us are lucky. Some of us are, are more better looking than others. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a heart and mind thing. It and really so is. And that's how, the top lesson. How it, did you grow in your heart and in your mind during that year? It was a lot of learning that no, your looks are not going to get you everywhere in life. If you don't have a cause, if you don't have a drive, you aren't going to succeed as much as anybody else who does. Um, and that would be a huge lesson to give to younger women. That's actually something I'm, now that COVID is kind of loosening and we can do things that we couldn't do in the past couple of years, is I do plan on doing a lot of public speaking at okay. elementary and middle schools, even high schools. Um so elementary schools would definitely be like you are your own biggest cheerleader you are not gonna Mm -hmm. you are not going to succeed at anything in your life unless you decide that you're going to succeed in life if you Mm -hmm. don't believe in yourself nobody else will now that's not true you know your parents are always going to you know support you and stuff like that (laughs) but you're not going to get as far as you could go if you don't believe in yourself and beauty is only you know skin deep the the true the true queens the true goddesses are the ones that have a beautiful heart and are going to use that beautiful heart to further others before they further themselves and then as you get older it would become more of the like in terms of being your own biggest cheerleader you are also your own biggest security you are only going to be as safe as you allow yourself to be there are bad things in this world and there are bad things that can hurt you and will hurt you the second they can so if you don't take care of yourself if you don't believe in yourself to keep yourself safe then how can anybody else Maybe expected and this to is a good safe. segue to start talking about your Krama Girl uh, training. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my Muay Thai. Is it Muay Thai? <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I did kickboxing for a little bit, but yeah. I really prefer dance fitness. Like you know, like Zumba. Yeah, yeah that's it. Hard to protect yourself with Zumba, though, right? It really. Well, I mean, unless you're doing like those little platforms, like the step Zumbas, yeah. those are hard plastic. You could Dude. beat someone over the noggin with that. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you got your step night, with night, you, okay. Lights out. I've been trying to get down the street to this body machine fitness place because I am getting a membership there. I'm doing this. So we were talking about aerobics classes and how big of an ass kicker they are. Yes. I'm really worried about my first couple of uh, sessions at this place because it's it's going to be terrible. They're going to knock you on your ass and wait for you to stand back up. In case you got to throw up, don't be in the middle. Because the first few are always hard, so I'm yeah. not going to eat for a week before I, I go. So I don't a throw idea. up. Yeah. For anyone listening to this, <laughs> he is not a fitness coach. <laughs> yeah. Correct. There are no experts in this room except for maybe Genevieve. I'm absolutely not. No, <laughs> I live predominantly on chicken dumplings and cheese pizza. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. That's I, how you gained your physique. Yes. No. That's that's literally just the European genetics. I did nothing <laughs> to deserve this body. Dylan is nodding his head because he he knows. You've He's seen Someone's eat like a garbage disposal not even that like i eat maybe like once every other day and then when i do it's nothing fulfilling yeah i i was talking to my mom earlier i was like i think i'm gonna cut out meat and she's like okay and then we went to this japanese grocery store and i found these like stupid <laughs> little chocolate ice cream cone things and my mom's like oh there's two grams of protein in this it's like perfect now i can really cut out my meat i'm just gonna live on these chocolate ice cream cones i'm set dylan's shaking his head i make him so nervous and anxious poor baby love you y'all enjoy it while you're young man i I just turned 37 and i've never been out of this i've never been in this shape like this far out of shape in my life oh shush you look great thank you (laughs) you pull off buka jeans better than any of us (laughs) except maybe sam so I, I gotta, I gotta go to this body machine fitness and, yeah. and have these soccer moms whoop my ass. 
They will. I know they will. They'll whoop your ass and then ask you out to brunch afterwards. It's gonna be. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> I love but you'll you. deserve brunch afterwards. Yeah. Right. You will. Now it's okay to have. That. I really. If do you have any kind of rhythm? Because if so, I would really recommend dance fitness. Not even like Zumba, mm-hmm. but like just group classes. I'm gonna go ahead and check the box for no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No rhythm here. That's normally so. I I didn't notice this at first, but the workout app on the uh, the Apple Watch actually gives you an option. You know, there's different kind of workouts mm-hmm. that you can tell your watch you're doing, and one of them. Right dance um and i didn't realize at first and i just you know being fort worth and all that fun stuff i am a huge competitive two-step and half-step dancer where do you you like to go um so competition is always at red river okay that's Um, in dallas yes it is it's at the biggest honky tonk in texas i've got stories yeah i've been there yeah i do too (laughs) anyway um (laughs) not here okay 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 this is this isn't the after dark version. I've got to chill. Right, yeah. Where it's after dark. We're still in kind of PG thirteen mode here. Yeah, at I'm, I'm slipping in like maybe one cuss word every like forty sentences. That's fine. That's well, fine. yeah, I heard you dropping F's with Paul. I was like, Jesus, guys, calm yeah, down. It's like that. It be it be like that. Um, no, so just lots of dancing, and uh, I do it a lot at hooky too. And I've started to realize like you get three or four songs under your belt, and mm. you've you've filled that that movement bar on These your are the Apple rings Watch. right yeah it's the rings yeah, yeah okay. i've filled my move rings your step rings um i have it set to 280 calories a day and trust me i get that 280 yeah just burning 280 calories okay. that's how bad my fitness is 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 the bar <laughs> set so low i just have to hit 280 in a day well, okay well let, we're talking about fitness and, and working out and people have this misunderstanding about fitness or when you win a pageant, when you're Miss Fort Worth, that you're so strict and that you're so hard on yourself. You're not. And I, I, I'm enjoying hearing you kind of laugh and say, well, I dance and I eat this and I'm free because I feel like people need to hear that. They really you, do. You, people will starve themselves thinking it's going to make them look better. And no, it's going to make you miserable and it's going to make you sick. And yeah. then you're going to hate the fact that you have to do this to make yourself look a certain way. And I promise you that surface level attractiveness is not that important. Yeah. It is not more important than your health. Do I wish I ate better? Yes. We all do. Yeah. Abstractly. Abstractly. <laughs> I won't actually do anything to get better, but I will think about it as a short-term goal. So it would be cool. Whenever if. you speak at schools you said that that's one of your goals yes what do you think you're going to focus on is it going to be like young girls image is it going to be like it depends on the age range like i said earlier if it's elementary school it's all going to be about believing in yourself middle school is a lot of times just in terms of you know the female psyche and when you're you're growing into your own brain middle school is the worst period in a young man and a young woman's life um also nowadays with things being more open that's when a lot of young people are going to come into their sexuality and their gender preferences a lot easier um so elementary school would be believing yourself middle school would be being yourself being free to be yourself confidence being the most important and then yeah. high school is probably when it would get it be into okay now you've developed the skills and tools to know yourself this is how to keep yourself safe so it's going to be a little bit more adult as it comes in high school because it's high school age range men and women that have the most likelihood of being you know a victim of human trafficking so maybe i missed it earlier correct me if i I did, but are you taking steps towards public speaking in yes. schools and yeah. things like that? That's definitely that's definitely a next step for me. Um, well, I, what I mean is, are, are you preparing for that now? Have you yeah, set actually, anything so up? So my or? middle school that I went to, Northridge Middle School in Northridge Hills, Texas, um, their principal used to be my history teacher, and I okay. got to see him this past year. Um, at the time, I was working as the um, publicity manager for an urgent care that 
sponsored their middle school um so i got to go see him and he had seen that i had been doing pageantry um and what my focuses were on and we had a really long conversation and at some point he's like i would love for you to come speak um he's like because i remember you in middle school and you (laughs) are not that person anymore because i was withdrawn i was a great student but i was always drawing um i didn't have a lot of friends because i was ostracized um i was the weird kid braces i did not look very good um and i was more focused on being a student and being in band and being in theater and all that stuff and not worried about how i looked and i would really like to go to that middle school because i know exactly how certain people in the back of that auditorium are going to feel yeah well and you're being very critical of young genevieve i'm not not critical but honest i didn't (laughs) put effort into how i looked because i didn't know that was something that young girls were needed to do at a time like that my my looks were not my priority in middle school and i hate that that's how it is for people now how you look is the most important thing in the world and that breaks my heart i think you were nailing it in middle school like that's like you said, you shouldn't be worried about I was that to in, begin with. Hey, I was a I was a jazz band <laughs> pianist in middle school. I was kicking butt. I I wish I was more like middle school Genevieve. That's awesome. Wouldn't have won Miss Fort Worth if I was, but that's fine. It's okay. There's you know there's stages in life. So uh, when we were at Whiskey Garden, you mm. you mentioned that. Uh, I think you mentioned that you were an RN at an acupuncture clinic. Not an RN. Wish, but no. Oh, okay. Don't have the the discipline yeah. to actually get a nursing degree. No, I'm a, I'm a medical scribe, uh, medical assistant, and a medical receptionist at an acupuncture clinic, but I just quit as of yesterday. Oh, wow. Toxic okay. work environment. <laughs> if you have a toxic work environment, you don't need it. Quit your job. Find something better. Are you fans of The Office? Yes, absolutely. Okay, do you remember? That's what she said. You know, he, <laughs> had, he, had, he got in so much trouble for that. Yep. And they said, dude, you know, you need to stop. You know, Michael Scott, you need to sign this. He's like having an aneurysm where he's like trying not to say it so bad for the entire meeting. And he's like, <laughs> but they forced him to sign a sheet. And yeah. so he signed it. And then at the end, he goes, I signed Daffy Duck. And, you know, yeah, was, that's true. That's a good so, point. I forgot it, it, about that. The dinosaur reminds me of it. Anyways, I, My live, I live in a the, fake uh, world. He just walked out and he's like, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I it's like, no, Michael, that. that's not how you do it. It's like, I'm literally declaring it. This is how it works. It's like, no, Michael, that's not how it works. You know, actually, to, to file for bankruptcy, it's actually really expensive. You have to have like an attorney. See, that seems counterintuitive. No, you you need you need an attorney, which means you need a ten thousand dollar retainer. Like that's industry yeah. standard. So in yeah. order to be really broke, you better have ten grand. Well, ba- bankruptcy <laughs> is, is is not the same as I'm broke. Like bankruptcy is like a. a Isn't a, bankruptcy like my business will not yeah. be making profit in the next like five year margin? Like my my projections <laughs> are actually know. that I'm going to be losing copious amounts of money. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something I like know. that. I know there's it's been, just a tool, right? That's mm-hmm. what it there's been twice is. in my life that I've been like, well, let's look at bankruptcy real quick. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just never did it. Through it. <laughs> just broke. Yeah. Okay, then let me watch this quick YouTube on how to <laughs> bankruptcy. I'm over here like paying an electricity bill. It's like God damn, I need to. <laughs> bankruptcy i don't even have an llc or anything just me myself i am bankrupt so 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 now that you quit your job do you have any like you know these organizations other jobs oh man i was working three jobs i was a hustler no no a little bit of hustler uh, yeah what do they say uh diva is a female version of a hustler 
Yeah, Why can't it just right. be Hustler? I think it's well, just Hustler. Why does it's it have a song to be a by Beyonce. female? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it's a song. It's just it's a great song. I'm so over here. You, I'm just here to bust down gender norms. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a great song. You can be so, Hustler all day. I'm fine you, with that. Do you have like a desire to maybe help one of the organizations that you partnered with during your? I'd love to. Wouldn't that be great? That would be incredible. Probably if I and honestly just because I want to be a badass, it would probably be Polaris Project. I just want to be like there to help with like a sting operation <laughs> or like go like deep undercover. Well, I've I've been running into an issue trying to reach out to these local organizations like mm-hmm. this because I I want to give them time and get their yeah. message out there, yeah. and learn more about these charities. But every time I reach out to a local charity, it's it's not like I'm getting the door slammed in my face, but it's it's like getting that dial tone. I'm, mm. I'm really having you need trouble. to talk to Nami. So yeah, they're, if you've gotten in, inside, yeah, uh, I do, I do. Yeah. Um, the head of the Tarrant County or like the Fort Worth branch, I yeah. have her phone number. I will give okay. it to you. Yeah. Um, gross but many years ago uh dated an influencer he did a lot of mental health work and then that's how i met nami and then he was out of the picture and then me and the nami stayed friends and i actually used them a little bit for um just like online support groups for you know different mental illnesses or like different life experiences and it is a wonderful wagon wheel of like a hub of um of different things so you should definitely talk to them because they definitely have a message and they definitely will sit down and tell you their message yeah mental illness uh outreach is pretty important for obvious reasons to me and also like podcasts are a huge relaxation tool for people so if you're listening to a podcast and they happen to mention something to do with like mental health resources double whammy you've got them okay we'll have to look into that you mentioned French and Dutch earlier. I, yes. I didn't. Even, I just thought about this. How many languages do you know? So French and Dutch are both conversational for sure. English is fluent. Um, I'm also conversational in American Sign Language. Very cool. So yeah. what was the one thing that you learned or, or struggled with with language? Like now that you speak English all the time, do you think in English? Do you think in French? It depends Dutch? on the situation. So sometimes when I'm really tired, Dylan's seen this happen a couple times where I'll wake up and I say something that is not in English. I, <laughs> some, he's, he's nodding. He's like, yep. It's like some of the words or if I get really mad, I tend to cuss in French or Dutch because it, it just sounds so much cooler than cussing in English. Um, or if I get really, really mad. So like I said, my mom's Australian. So I've got a tiny little bit of this, like an Australian accent that comes out when I get really angry and so everything's like a fucking this and a fucking that, <laughs> just that kind of thing. Um, so the hardest part now is just like I'm so embedded in these Germanic and Latin-based languages that I really wanted to learn like Greek or Russian or Japanese, and now I can't because the language structure is just so different. Really? I say that right now i literally got a message from a friend i'm doing a music video with him next week and he just sent me a message in dutch because he just found out today i speak dutch <laughs> we're having a good time we're having it what did he say so he just asked me hey are you busy later to call in dutch <laughs> it's a uh, uh, yeah i'm glad say you're here to translate because i wouldn't l- listen know. to the fort worth roots podcast i know it's a little long but say oh, it in God, dutch okay. or, or french whatever you you feel more comfortable with. i just want to see what it sounds She's like need just a second okay everybody breathe oh okay. i don't know if Take i know a sip the of word your coffee if you're in your car yeah yeah and this you, is here this you is go ASMR. No, <laughs> <laughs> um let's see i don't know if i know the french word for podcast let me hold on i'm just gonna google yeah some words do not it's, have i think it just might uh, be oh. podcast with yeah, the french yeah, yeah. accent uh, with, with this like speaking spanish some words just don't translate yeah, they don't. you just say the english especially like these newer words um I know there's the french not podcast. do you know the french word for podcast no, no i just know no. that the french do have a podcast. oh yeah audio <laughs> à la demand. so basically like on demand audio yeah. is, oh, is yeah, yeah. so écoutez 
les fort trois huits, adieu à la demande. That's going. That's going to be. That. That's, that's your soundbite. That's not going to give that to you. <laughs> not the oh yeah from from Kool Aid Man. That was the soundbite uh, well, earlier. Could be another one. Yeah. We can have multiple soundbites. This is an ADHD brain podcast. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul was a little bit more like on a path. There was he a little was, bit more of a yeah. path with him. Well, and 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 so each episode is totally different I in know. that regard, based on the guest. Yeah. Because some people like Paul. You know, they're so running in a straight line. detail and, oriented. And I would try to bring us off course, and, and Paul would, would bring us right back. Yeah. Like I said, I was so. listening to it this morning. I was like, dude, chill out. Like, just talk about yourself <laughs> for a minute. He's such an interesting guy. And, and he's I was, like, I want to uh, tell you about my studio. Yeah. Well, and we're both amazed with his studio. Like, oh, he's I, extremely passionate about it. And I was blown away whenever I saw you, it for the yeah, first time. Yeah, you were time. there. Yeah. I haven't gotten to see the new one yet. I saw So, he was talking about the old one he had before COVID. I've seen that one. Like, the one where it was like the tiny like little like you could fit maybe two chairs yeah in his, in his little saying. in his little cubicle thing it was tiny so that what episode was that that was 81 81 yeah for yeah. Paul Rogers. on yours uh-huh. yeah it was oh, the one Paul he just Rogers. did a few days ago yeah he's the owner of nexum creative nexum creative media, media. media. yep yeah. um I'm, really actually cool be, I'm gonna be using his infinity wall for my headshot soon yeah you know we're just cool. texting about that yeah let, let me ask you something if if your boyfriend or if you had to describe yourself Fiance. Like, fiance. I'm going to correct you real quick. Yeah. There's a ring in everything. How do you say it in French? Let me see. Fiance. Is this that... isn't my actual engagement ring. So okay. my engagement ring, one of the diamonds fell out. And we oh, had used a little. Yeah, thank you. We had used a little Etsy local. Um, fiance slash bodyguard. Interesting. Yeah. Just He's just the corner. He's <laughs> yeah, the one yeah. who just takes pictures Hold of me when I down. do something cool. Uh, he, he keeps me sane. No, one of the diamonds fell out. And since it was a little Etsy jeweler, we have not found someone to repair it yet. Y'all found the diamond, right? Yes. Actually, oh, that's good. so funny. So the diamond had fallen out. I was heartbroken. He was literally telling me, we can buy an identical one. And I'm crying my eyes out because it's not the same thing. <laughs> um, and then, like, we cleaned the entire house. Just, you know, you have to do that. And we had vacuumed the bathroom and everything. And then one day, he's just, like, walking through the bathroom. And he's like, babe, I just stepped on broken glass. Because I prefer raw diamonds. I don't want cut diamonds. I like that they're when they're raw because they're all unique and, mm, yeah. you know original and i was like let me see that and because i was trying to think what did i break what glass did i break recently i was like dylan that's the diamond for my engagement ring and he's like how we vacuumed the floor like four times just ended up in between your toes or on the ball of his foot like sticking out of his foot that was really fun Um, oh did it did it penetrate your skin no, not completely, but it was like a little indent, like stuck in there. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he just stepped on it and he's like, you know what? Broken glass. Let's do it. Fun time for me. And it happened to be the engagement ring. So now it's like sitting in the ring, but like I said, one of those little mm-hmm. spokes or rungs is missing. Yeah. Uh-huh, so yeah. it, it just wiggles so much. So sorry to get off on no, that. Okay. How would your How would your fiance or you just say what now? Yeah. What defines you if people described you like in three to four words? Um, Are you like, because you're, you're funny. You're laughing a lot in this interview i'm just wondering if people describe you as a literal like, like the crackhead energy minus the crack yeah yeah you've got a lot of energy probably yeah probably that yeah. probably lots of energy enthusiastic weirdly optimistic for no i don't know dylan how would you describe me in four words yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> i would say not a good answer but highly intelligent <laughs> oh thank you highly highly energetic and you, you got this third one. You know what's coming. Well, I was going to say very motivated. I love it. What's the fourth one now? Someone she's, else gotta get the fourth one. she's beautiful. Oh, thank you. 
<laughs> oh, is that already there? Yeah. Okay. Aw, thank you. So we we get like we get Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively lookalikes. We get that that compliment all yeah. the time. I see Ryan Reynolds. See, so do I. I also see um oh my god, who's the Mavs player? I say you look oh, like Maxi Kleber. I don't know if you follow the Mavericks at all. I don't. Well, right now is oh. the time to follow him. <laughs> well, right yeah, now. he he and Dylan could be like twins because I saw him. We were watching the game and I saw him and I was like, "Who's that hot basketball player?" And so I like Google his jersey number. And I was like, "He looks just like Dylan. I've got a type." <laughs> so now you're in the YouTube video. Send me a good picture. Oh, I'll send you a great. I'll send you my favorite picture of him. Awesome. All right, it's gonna, not the one where you're sticking your head out of the shower and you're scared. <laughs> it's a better picture than that. Well, you got it. You can't, you know, there's a, a, I don't know what you'd call it, but like a, a principle to, to building a movie. Yeah, if you, you mention something, it must be added. You never show the gun unless it's going to get fired, you know? True. So now we got to see the face, scared face yeah. out of the shower. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. <laughs> I don't know if I saw I might have deleted that photo. I don't know. I think it's one where, like, because we have a cat who's very vocal, and he likes to stand what's outside the shower and make sure the cat's safe. What's baby's name? Baby's name, Bellhop. Bellhop. Okay. Bellhop, yeah. Got a little servant uh, running around. Well, actually, the Bellhop was his. I wanted to name him Castilian Quesadilla. Or you Quesadilla Castilian. This. I did tell I you this. That. And then, I like, there was, like, seven names I wanted to give this cat. And he's like, that reminds me of the Bellhop in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, like, the Hispanic <laughs> thing. Like, nobody calls... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, something like that. A liar. And they're like, no one has the time. And he's like, let's just name the cat Bellhop because he's got eight names. It's like, perfect. And it's stuck. So the photo is Dylan like sticking his head out of the shower and the cat's like in front of the shower like screaming at him. And I was in the That's bedroom fun. taking a picture of it. I don't have a good relationship with cats. Like, I just, I'm not a cat person because you know all the cats means? we had when we were kids were assholes. It means you're a piece of shit. If Aww. animals don't like you, it means you're a piece of shit. No, I didn't say cats don't like me. I'm saying we had cats that were assholes. Oh, so I now you have an evasion towards cats. Yo, yeah. Yeah. 100%. You haven't met Bellhop. And I saw this terrible movie when I was a kid, and this cat, like, got in someone's throat and, like, suffocated Are slash you okay? gutted them from the insides saying what's he talking about it took me yeah, it just... took me from age like eight or nine until age 25 26 or 35 36 so a very long time yeah, yeah. to find this old shitty ass movie and i have since forgotten the name of it but there's a movie where this cat is just killing people and they hire a hitman hitman comes in hitman gets the, killed by the cat yeah the owner leaves the owner's like good luck and he leaves <laughs> and then the hitman gets killed by this cat and i mean he's shooting at it is it like demonic possessed cat yeah there's some kind of evilness about this cat see that's starting to remind me of car and rubber you remember those movies i remember rubber about rubber. the tire right yeah the, tire the demonic that just, tire that just vibrates and people explode dude that, God, I love that, that, that movie. is the best movie ever made i really well car <laughs> car is very similar car is a oh my god what kind of car is it i'm gonna hate myself for this it's not a firebird but it looks like it's like a 1969 like firebird or something it's like just this black car and it just goes around like running people over that's no not driver. the name of the movie is it yeah it's car it's called car because there's another do you know movie. what i'm talking about no i don't know what i just saw it on facebook earlier and i forgot it existed there's what another one with of? a woman's name christine is that it christine and it's about a car that kills people yeah yeah, so that's one movie is Christine. Is that the one I'm talking about? That can't be it. Maybe. Duel? No, that's not it. There's but definitely one I'm thinking of where it's called Car. Sam, have you seen Rubber? 
No. Oh my god, dude, it's, it's so good. It's on one of the streaming services it was right on, now. It was on Netflix and they <laughs> oh, took it, it down. It, they oh, took it damn. off Netflix. I know. It was Why'd so they take good. it off? Probably because it had a one-star rating. <laughs> of course it had a one-star rating. It also rating. had like a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, well, yeah, those people low. are idiots. Don't ever look at the movie Rotten critics, Tomatoes. Movie critics said. If, if no. you were to make a movie about yourself, what genre would it be? Who would play you and who would... What, tragedy. Who would, <laughs> it would be a tragedy. No, no, it would not. be a Shakespearean tragedy. Um, no. It, oh, well, God. Well, that would make you her brother then, I think. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Two or Andrew, you, you think about it. What if you made a movie about you? What would it be like? Like like a Rambo? Yeah, I'm curious. Or, uh, <laughs> it would definitely be sci-fi. Sci-fi. Okay. Really? Yeah. But it, I would I would want it to be action, and I would not want to be the main character. Got it. Got it. I'm yeah. picking up like Tron vibes, like early. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Not That's Tron great. Legacy, but Tron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The original one. It. The original one. Mm-hmm. Respect. No. That's a that's the highest compliment I've ever gotten. Wow. Yeah. How about how about you? Kennedy? I think honestly, it would probably have to be historical fiction, just because that's okay. my favorite. So I would put it my life, hmm. but I'd make it like three hundred years in the past. Hmm, okay. Yeah. And I would I would probably uh, I'd probably cast Margot Robbie to play me. I'd watch that. Yeah. That'd be dope. I would Very love cool. that because think about it, like Genevieve is a very old name. You could absolutely have an 1800s movie entitled Genevieve. No, and that's her Mar- real name. And it'd be Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See, that'd be cool. All right, Sam. Yeah. What your turn? No, no, you don't get to ask I, my no, question. No, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We 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 already hashed this out. I'm the host of the show. Yeah. yeah. This is Andrew's show, bud. What's the question? What movie? What movie would you genre? Tell about your life? In and what who genre? would you cast? Oh, Andrew, you didn't answer that either. Who would you cast us? Well, I, Brad Pitt would be me, <laughs> obviously. No, like, I'm trying to think. There's someone you actually. If oh, Mark, um, like him? I know. I know who I look like. Uh, Edward Norton. I see it, that's but I could who, also see I could also see Mark Wahlberg with a beard. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Uh, well, I like Vanilla Sky. I don't know what that falls under, but it kind of keeps you guessing. But it's like never deep. let them know your next move. That's what yeah. Tom Cruise, right? With Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like I see me doing a movie like that, like very artsy farty. Who's gonna play you though? Tom Cruise would play me. <laughs> well, that no, no, would make no, sense. I, 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 yeah. I don't know, but that's what. Who's? Oh my God! Who's the guy? Um, he he always plays like a freaking scary badass. He's got super long hair. Oh, is he Danny the guy? something? No, no, I was Danny Trevino. Trevino? Oh is that who I'm thinking of? The, the really scary dude? Like this. Like on James Bond? Machete? He's in Machete? Like one guy like, is it Machete? I don't know. Danny yeah, Trevino. Machete. Is that who I'm thinking of? Was he on... Uh, I think that's right. Danny. On James Bond? It's definitely last name Trevino. Oh, okay. No, Danny Trejo. Yeah, Trey. Danny Trejo. This guy. I cast him oh. as you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're doing like a Vanilla sky S. Can you imagine dude, like that juxtaposition? Yeah. I mean, Sam is, Sam is way too jovi- jovial. That's what I'm saying. It would be so jovial. funny. Jovial. He's jovial. So He's Spell so jovial. I'm going to start with no, the J. No, I'm going to stick I, with I believe. Tom Cruise. It actually believes the, it actually the G. I'm sorry. That's what I'm going to stick I with. I don't believe you. I, you're not, I'm kidding. <laughs> J-O-V-I-A-L. Um, all right, so now we need to move in some more information about you. Oh, God, nothing interesting. <laughs> well, so another thing that 
I, whenever you said this, I was like, I got to get her on the show. We got to talk about this. But you're you're part of a group of people that really promote the shit out of uh, you're Seventh talking Street. Party on Seventh. Yeah. yeah, there's actually two sister groups. There's Party on Seventh. That's a bunch of guys, and then there's Fort Worth Forever. That's kind of founded by a bunch of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is the entire. What I didn't realize because when I first started going out uh, places, it was stockyards because that was my style of dancing, mm-hmm. um, and also that's where you can get in at 18 and not 21. Right. Um, and then I went to 7th a few times and COVID hit and then everyone was talking about 7th Street. I didn't like understand it. Like all my TCU friends would be talking about it and all that stuff. And I was like, mm, let's, let's try 7th Street. So pre-COVID, you'd never really done any hanging out on 7th? Pre-COVID, I wasn't over 21. So oh, I couldn't. Okay. I turned 21. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can do this. I can't do this. It's when did okay. I turn 21? It's a 2018. 18 or 19 is what I'm gathering. No, not that young. Thank you. I think it was like 27. I don't know. All I know is that I knew that 7th Street was predominantly over 21-year-olds. So I hadn't started going yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I did. And I realized, like, what a culture it is. Like, in stockyards, you know, people know each other, man. Like, that's fucking Bobby Rick wearing, riding a horse backwards, drinking a bush light. Like, everyone knows that. Or, like, horseback (laughs) Jesus or something. Like, everyone knows that guy. But 7th Street, like, all the bartenders know each other. And then all the security guys know each other. And every single regular knows each other. And all these bars collaborate with each other. Um, So I started getting really into that and um i have an online presence i have a social media presence i'm what you call a hyper local influencer for the city of fort worth um everything i post about everything i promote happens to do with fort worth which is right. why i knew your podcast because everything you do is hyper local fort worth that's right and that was like a big deal for me um so i loved that this little tiny subset of fort worth like this this same five blocks where all these bars exist they had their own little community and they had all their social media they were interacting with each other other, all these events that they would do these themed parties and all that stuff and i was like i love this and so um what it was was jeff uh romero you met him okay he's that, the one everyone calls royal okay royal. And, and i only know him by royal i was yeah. gonna ask you about jeff it's, earlier he, blonde yeah yeah, yeah. i know royal. Yeah, he's that, good royal, royal he's good people i was talking to him today about you really yeah. i'm sure he said all terrible things yeah, he said you were gonna do a great uh uh, you'd be a great interview is what Aww, he said. that's what Andrew said I think he was lying anyway um, so I keep I have to call him either Paul or Andrew I need to make up my mind let's call him Paul Paul yeah his stage name is Andrew Kent but his actual name is Paul Rogers anyway <laughs> um, so uh, yeah um, he had kind of reached out to me because they had done their song Party on 7th and yeah. so now this entire bar scene has a theme song and the song was phenomenal and so he had done a lot of really good marketing where he took every single person who had a phone number who had some kind of interest in 7th Street and he shot out this massive text with the music video and everyone got hooked on it because they were trying to see if they could find themselves in the snapchats or the snapshots in the music video because they were recording it live on 7th during like Friday, Saturday nights and so everyone is looking for themselves and I think actually at some point I did see myself like in the background um, <laughs> and I ended up when, when we became friends I was like you gotta re-record it but I gotta be in the music video this time and for our listeners they're gonna want to know what we're talking about I'm gonna add a link in here to the uh, YouTube for, for Jeff or Royal, Royal. Romero's uh, video it's really cool it's and very well done that's, that's what made this happen because yeah. I found that 
that music video and i was like this is so damn cool yeah so i had I never seen something there. like this for a bar scene yeah. i've i've been to so many bar scenes in so many different places and stuff mm-hmm. that i've never seen a community like they have on seven right. and so i was like i want to be a part of this and so i offered you know promoting it on my platforms where i have um a lot of my followers or my followers and my influence is local so i was like let's put this out here and i've had so many of my friends that had never been to seventh before that are now big seventh people and a lot of my followers will tag me when they're out on seventh and stuff it's like this is working <laughs> This is happening. This makes me happy. Um, so he had asked me to be a moderator for the Facebook group, and I am, and I love that. It's so much fun. Um, I got to host my first party with CK. That was who you met at met uh, Whiskey Gardens. Yep. Um, and CK then CK is daddy. CK is daddy. Exactly. <laughs> he saw that on Facebook. I don't know who CK is, but he's daddy. Yeah. <laughs> CK Sanders, it's you. It's actually so funny. The girl who posted that is my coworker at Reservoir. No shit. So because I knew this group, it made it really easy for me because I've always, since I got into 7th Street, I've always wanted to work on 7th because I've got seven years bartending experience. Okay. Um, and I was like, I need to work on 7th. I've worked in stockyards. That was crap. Um, need to work on 7th Street. And so Funky Lime is the name of the company that owns Whiskey Gardens, Reservoir, Junk Punch, and Your Mom's House, which oh, are okay. four of the biggest bars i mean those three are clubs reservoir is a restaurant but you know what i mean yeah um that owns you know all four of those and i was like i really want to work for these guys and so um one of the managers had seen me on facebook he knew i was a moderator for the group they had seen me posting before a few of them already followed me on like instagram and snapchat and facebook and so it was really easy for me to go in and be able to get a job and now i get to be a part of the seventh street and that made the fort worth miss fort worth scene so much more exciting for me because it's really nice to represent a city but if your city is scattered and not connected in any way then it's like herding cats but you know fort worth makes it so easy because as a smaller city with such a creative group of people um in all walks of life you've got your musicians and your artists and your celebrity bartenders and like all the stuff that fort worth has um seventh street made it really really easy to find all those people in like one place after a hard week of creating um so that's been so much fun and that's why i was so excited when you guys were coming out to the whiskey party because (laughs) at some point he changed the flyer and he had added me to the flyer and he added fort worth roots podcast to the flyer and we were the same we were both the, the additions to the same flyer yeah and i was like the podcast is coming and he's like yeah he's like don't scare them though i was like i'm gonna be very excited so i might scare them with my enthusiasm and then by the time i saw that y'all were setting up i saw when you guys first got there but i didn't want to overload y'all so by the time i actually did get over to talk to y'all i was already like eight shots in (laughs) i don't know if you remember i was lost count he lost count he walked he he ended up having like a 120 dollar tab yeah on my card that was so much fun um, but we had a really good time but by the time i saw y'all i was like no, i was so you, gone you were, you were fine you, you did not act an ass um but Yay. what was really difficult for me is i had several people including jeff mm-hmm. royal um coming up to me and like hey let me get you a drink let me buy you a shot let's yeah. so uh, let's that's take what drinks. seventh is and i decided that may was going to be the no alcohol that's month. the worst month to do it i have no idea i just picked one that's why we like that's the <laughs> month we have bar crawls and stuff like may fest we'll have more i'm sure well next may you're not allowed to not drink okay. so as a hyper local influencer I, yes. I haven't heard that and then you're whipping seems us like, back into shape. So. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you're studying <laughs> Fort Worth. You're seeing it from a different mm-hmm. point of view. What do you think Fort Worth is doing good 
to promote Fort Worth? And what do you think Fort Worth can do better to promote Fort Worth as a city? So I think something that really helps Fort Worth is that it's not like Dallas where it's just so big and there's so much in Dallas. What I love about Fort Worth is that for me, cities have always been better if you've got one central hub, like for example, downtown, and then everything in Fort Worth is expanding out of downtown. So it feels like a very organized city. Like physically, it is so easy to feel like you're in the middle of Fort Worth because you literally are. Sundance is in the middle of everything. That's actually where I met Dylan was in Sundance. No shit. Um, So it's, it's a very special place to me. And then you've got these like on different, you know, little spokes of the same wheel you've got stockyards up here you've got 7th street down there right next door you've got magnolia so i think that they've really really um hooked onto the fact that like we're a very organized city let's make this a thing and so you've got your little areas that all work in part with the same city and it makes it so easy to feel like you're a part of it what i think they could do better is that i think fort worth needs to realize just how many creative people they've got going um i know we've got things like the main street art festival we've got arts goggle we've got all that stuff i know we've got different um groups that come together and do music videos and, and artists coming together and things like that but i i wish that we had an entire city-wide something where we pulled seventh and stockyards and magnolia and south for the, side for the creators yeah for the creators well you know who has to put that together you do we do you're in charge we have to put it. Let's do it. I'm, the not, three of us. I'm not kidding. We have to now bring the water network actually, with other creators. That's and so, we have I'm to put so it together. glad you said that because actually there's a project that I just had the idea to do a couple nights ago on 7th Street. And I was like, literally, like, I would love to work on this with Andrew because I think it'd be really cool. I want to do, do a Fort Worth calendar. Cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Different things, different people for different months and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, because, I mean, like in June, you've got the rodeo. So, like, for the month of June, you've got you know a huge like a big entire thing of just the really important people of the rodeo and then like maybe their famous longhorn that they've Mm -hmm. got down there or like the maze or something and then every month for the entire year just something that is so central to fort worth for every month that that's important yeah i would love to do that be some serious uh, opportunities for sponsorship too exactly and you've got a lot of people that are going to want to be a part of that and then what's going to be nice is that you're going to have like this creative kind of um What's the word? Um, English is energy. Hard. Not energy. No, uh, creative, <laughs> friendly competition yeah. of all these different groups that are going to be like, well, we're really special for this month. But then you're going to have someone else like, uh, well, we're really special for this month. I, I just think it. that'd be really, I, I really fun. That's a great idea. Yeah, I was thinking like two nights. And my original plan was to do one with the bartenders on Seventh Street. Like, hell yeah, pick the twelve prettiest girls who bartend on Seventh and give that's them each a page. Yeah, that's very hard. That's why I was like, maybe not. And then I was like, <laughs> so like an entire, you know, just one month is just Seventh Street. Mm-hmm. you know like that kind of thing i think that'd be so cool and i think that's something that the entire city could definitely get behind because then you're gonna have all these little places that have their own niche following that are gonna be like you guys don't even know about them but you need to and then it's gonna be just a very eye-opening experience for everyone involved you've you've got to get busy on this too I need to. And as far as like creatives like well, we went to that podcast event the other day yeah and that was hosted by the funky panther uh the best podcast in fort worth and Corks. I thought it was Psychedelic Panther. Panther, or is that something no, else? No, that's psychi- You're thinking of Psychedelic Panther, the festival that we just did. Yes, that okay. was really cool. Um, I, was, I can't was, screw this up though. It's Corks. Uh, um, I did not want to screw this up because I was listening to the Funky Panther podcast today, and they were they were being very awesome and talking about this event that we all got to go to. It was yeah. the Kemp- Kempton Harper. Uh, this was an event by Corks in Cowtown. It's a local podcast, uh, and the Funky Panther. And we had the opportunity to meet, I think they said there was over 100 people 
uh, that showed up for this thing. That's and so it cool. It was incredible. We got to meet so many awesome people. Um, os- help me with that. O- osos golosos. But it's like, osos golosos. <laughs> okay. That's how that it sounds. Hurt. Listen to right. it. That's that how hurt. it sounds. <laughs> so there was that. There was, That's all I got uh, to say. Shout obviously, out, the Funky Panther was there. Uh, thanks for the invite was yeah. there. That's um, why you you did hear a rumor that was their April Fool's Day. Oh prank, shit! Is they changed the it to one? FWD, so oh. Fort Worth Dallas Airport, okay. and then they even took their sign um, and they photoshopped it to be F because you know they have that red sign that DFW. Sucks. They I changed the letters to yes. FWD. I thought that was real. <laughs> well, unfortunately, CW33 said you're stupid because it's definitely just an April Fool's Day joke. That's hilarious. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Fort Worth oh, Dallas yeah. International Airport. Yeah, yeah no, that was. Actual picture of it. That's okay. what I told you. They photoshopped it. That's okay. That's I'm not totally stupid. It, it's you can prove that you've been gaslit. <laughs> God. Who, so, what what podcast am I forgetting? TFTI Funky Panther. I don't um, know. I'm, I'm I'm horrible with names. I just hope we're not. I mean, I met like ten anybody. of them. You've day. got like yeah. three people right now that are gonna be like, "How dare he?" Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll add them in the show notes. I'll, I'll do yeah. my research. You know what you're gonna a, do is you're gonna like interject and you're gonna add like you're gonna record something else later I've on and you're that. gonna make it seem like this was in. Don't admit to that. I've done that. Don't admit to that. I actually did it last episode. <gasps> I didn't watch episode eighty-two. Um, and the reason was actually this was eighty-three. There was eighty-two and eighty-three got released at the same time. Yes, they did. And uh, so anyway, eighty-three was with. Matthew Broyles with Ah Poop the Destroyer and I was wanting to put a track at the end of the episode and I don't know if he was sleeping or what but I couldn't get a hold of him and then at the last minute I'd already gone to post-production and I had the full intros and outros and he emailed this thing to me at the last minute and I'm like yeah. shit so I had to get back on the roadcaster and do a new <laughs> intro and, well let me let me jump in Andrew so at this point if you're listening to the podcast our video is oh, no. is going to be cut off because we were limited because of the memory card we use but that's an encouragement for you to jump on to the audio version to finish what we're doing <laughs> and so now we can kind of chill now we can slouch a little bit oh i've been slouching not, the whole time i've been like not crossing my legs the whole time it's like because the camera's yeah. pointed directly so, at my skirt so y'all keep <laughs> they talking do this on purpose. Sam. no 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 y'all keep talking <laughs> sam do you dirty that. bastard do not do that to me <laughs> no uh, so my uh my youtube video will have pictures of you two gorgeous kids hanging out or whatever you send me. Gorgeous kids, wow. I'm an old man now, so no, I you're not. Shit you like haven't even hit forty yet. You're still young. Hot <laughs> man. Hey, I, age is a mindset. Age is a mindset. You're right. I've met people that are much older than me and doing great. Exactly. Um, you're only as young as you allow yourself to feel. My most recent or one old. was with Ken Scott, the Ninja Turtle. I saw that. This I didn't. Dude, I haven't watched it yet, but I, I saw that. I think he just had his fiftieth. Wow. Think. Ken, I'm sorry if I. He's acting like a thirty year old and he's flourishing. He's got more energy than me. The dude's just incredible. And he's in great shape. So who is, you're right. Who you was keep that poor going. sweetheart? Who was the poor sweetheart that was with you at Whiskey? Oh. Who was that? <laughs> that was Lucas Peterson. Lucas. Okay, I was Such like, a nice dude. we got back and I was like staring at a wall. I was like, what was the other guy's name? <laughs> so Lucas has been on the show as a guest like, three or four times. What does he do? He's just my buddy and That's he'll so come hang out and do recordings with me. Yeah. And help me interview folks. So. We've, uh, we've made a whole thing out of it. We even went down to Austin. There's this place called uh, 13 Acres. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's just get out of town, take the roadcaster. I got four or five people down there I want to interview. So we did. I've got this huge eight-man tent, and it's got like a, 
a screened-in patio on it. It's ridiculous. Sounds unnecessary. It is so (laughs) unnecessary. In fact, we got down there. It was like 11 o'clock at night. This little campground, all the lights are out. It's it's dark time. People are sleeping. It's dark time. So, in the middle of dark time with my phone flashlight. I want Papa. I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to set up this eight-person tent that I've never set up before. Uh, He didn't do it in the daylight. He wasn't smart about it. (laughs) Well... Who does? Timetable we were working with. (laughs) So anyway, we we got it figured out. And then we interviewed some really cool people. I met some hippies down there in Hippie Hollow or whatever you call it, the 13 acres. And uh, just awesome people with the the whole uh, everything is energy and what's it all about, man? Yeah. Vibe. So What's up, man? But that's Lucas Peterson. He'll go with me anywhere. He's so sweet. He's my road dog. He's so, so sweet. So, Miss Miss Fort Worth, let me let me ask you a question about Fort Worth. I love Fort when Worth. people call me that. Um, I know, right? Do you? <laughs> Madam, yeah, Madam, okay. Madam Fort Worth. Madam, oh, my God. Madam President? It's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's me. That's Next step, show. guys. Hey, Next that. step. Yeah. When you think about Fort Worth, what's something that you've learned or experienced about Fort Worth that you just can't Google and say, top five things to do in Fort Worth, Ooh. but that are kind of like you, you found it. Or someone told you about it and it's really cool. So, I'm um, really going to... Oh, I'm going to nerd myself out with this, but that's fine. So, my favorite thing of any city is the map that you can get of the historical markers on different buildings and okay. things like that. And so, I, I'm the person that my family hates going on vacations with because <laughs> if we're crossing the street on some busy city... I've, like, I was terrible in Boston. Oh, my God. Boston was... I almost died so like old. nine times. Exactly. Um, and so, you've references. got all these, these buildings that very important things in our country happen happened there yeah. um and so i would be the one that would literally cut in front of traffic i would i would run across like a major <laughs> intersection because i saw a historical marking on like a bank or something and i was like i gotta know what happened to the bank you just lose all focus all and focus. frame like and so fort worth has a lot of them because i mean in terms of you know texas cities we're yeah. pretty old mm-hmm. um i always forget that we were actually a fort you know mm. you ever think about that like fort worth we were a fort I yeah. need to read. I've, Have you I've, seen pictures of us when yeah, we were very small? But I'm like in uh, 1880, 1890. That's like the historical area that Fort Worth starts off. Yeah, to me. it's it's so. yeah, it's like Cowtown era. Yeah. But um, so there's this this place, and I cannot believe more people don't know about it. Um, everyone's gonna rush after they you know listen to this podcast. But in the stockyards, um, there's this really cool section, um, basically where like you park. Um, where is it? You know where Neon Moon is. Like where the white buildings are. Yeah. So there's like there's like there's Spanish one section area. there's one section oh, okay. of the stockyards where all the bars are, and then there's like the little there's a little outlet of the Trinity River, and there's the bridge, and then across from that bridge is where like the hotels on stockyards are. Okay. Yeah. So that entire like little tube of the river, there's a uh. whole section underneath it, like under under that bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, and so the craziest thing is, is that 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 bridge has this little tube right where the water goes um and there's a beautiful mural inside mm. and that nobody knows it's there and you, then you walk forward a little and it looks very similar to the san antonio river walk okay yeah it's very similar but it's not lit up there's no businesses down there it's I'm not down a lot there of room. all the time that's my little cut through so it's if you're if you're in lonesome dove Yes. And you go out the back. Pretty much. There it is. Pretty much, yeah. And if you're And there's like that parking garage, like the little parking lot where it's like there's the trees and then there's like the little tiny like little patio walkout in the grass and stuff. Directly underneath that is where I'm talking about. And what they what's so cool is that there's this huge 
pile of rocks that goes up against one side of that riverbank and there's a historical yeah. marker there because there was apparently like this really bad stampede in this one section of rock where all these cows like fell down this rock oh shit uh, these pile of rocks and then like killed people i don't remember exactly what the historical marker said but i got taken down there by someone who didn't even live in texas so i don't know how he knew it existed mm. but he's like look at this mural that's cool. And I was like, I want to know about this historical, I want to know about this pile of rocks right yeah. here. Yeah. So that I have never found because nowadays you can't get a map or of historical markers city by city. You have to really? request that from like a notary office or like, oh, a, a, like a record. That's a shame. I know. It used to be public thing that you could just download a PDF of huh. all the historical markers in your city, but apparently that's just not public Nobody knowledge cares anymore. Or... So I would never knew it existed if I hadn't been taken down there. And that's yeah. probably one of my favorite sections of Fort Worth because you can hear the stockyards happening but it's not very well lit mm -hmm. you just kind of hear like little gurgling of the the trinity outlet mm -hmm. and it's beautiful down there yeah. so for out. our listeners cool. um if you're in the stockyards if you're at second rodeo mm -hmm. and you go out the back you can see what we're talking about if you're at lonesome dove you can go out the back and see that love shack i believe backs up to it love shack backs up to it there's um if you're crossing that bridge that i'm talking about i don't I always forget what road all of stockyards are on um but is if you're going main, that's main street is it main street i think, I think so. it is it's the main drag yeah, yeah not not the one that runs it's exchange in main exchange in exchange main, main. Mm -hmm. that yeah. sounds right that sounds right yeah, yeah. but if you're one. going down main street and you know on your left side is where kind of like the bars and the shops end and then on your right side is where the hotels start there's that bridge that you have to cross to get over the trinity there's steps going down on either side yeah. so you can go down that area but i guess no one does crossing the street though like if you're going down the street to cross the bridge you're talking about you don't know you're on a bridge exactly <laughs> exactly pretty <laughs> because much there's, there's buildings just butt to butt butt to butt to butt you can't yep. yeah so yeah. you can't see down there well the stock has come quite a long way from where it was a few years ago. They're breaking records every week right they now. They really are. Have y'all been in the Drover yet? No, I haven't. The Drover's I keep another hearing one. About you it. can walk through the Drover and out the back and down behind the Drover is uh, an extension of Have you setting up the podcast at the rodeo one day? I have actually been out there to the Coliseum. I've spoken with Bill Huckabee. He's the announcer that's been out there for 25 years. And Clayton, oh crap, I always mess up this dude's name. Um, Clayton Cullen. And he is the uh, events director out there, I believe. So That's I've, really cool. I've, I've talked to some people out there, and yeah, I want to do more event coverage. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to hone that out. Yeah, you know, there's been a if couple you're episodes hiring, now, but let me know. <laughs> yeah, we. If are you need a, a co-host, uh, this is all free, right? Now. I know, but if you need a co-host, <laughs> yeah, like a okay. hyper local co-host. Well, um, you know, Sam is is happy to co-host I mean, with mean, me. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like Lucas, with Sam is obviously no, we no, need no, Sam. Well, let me yeah, finish you're, my you're my totally train fired. of you thought here. I'm interviewing right now. No, no, no. I've I've got friends that like to come on and co-host with me. Yeah. And I love doing that. So if if we can work something out where you want to interview that. somebody and you want to yeah. go down there and if Fort Worth Roots can come along, that'd be fine. That'd be great. I've got the equipment for it. That sounds like so much fun. And no, Sam, you're not losing your job. No, yet. Sam. <laughs> Sam, I could never replace you. Oh, well, thank you. Like I said, it's your world. We're just living in it. No, no. I, I enjoy podcasting. I've, you know, just talking with you, like I, I love your energy. Aww. I love that you want to put something positive out there. Like to me, I feel like if you're a person of influence or if you have, you know, a position of some sort that can help people, that you need to use it for exactly. good. And so, in a, in a weird way, I see your imaginary cape on, you know, and, and and I love that you brought the awareness to the things that you did today. They're they're serious matters. 
and in, in the midst of all this fun and laughing, you know, don't you know, don't forget that this platform with me and Andrew working together. I mean, if we have an opportunity to help an organization, uh, you know, Andrew, you mentioned that maybe they're a little standoffish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That this is an open door invitation mm-hmm. for nonprofits that just want to put their message out there, allow us to talk to you because the more that people hear about it, because people will hear this over and over and over and over. Yeah. And when they do, they're going to hear you talk about those organizations and they'll look them up and they'll feel something inside and say, you know what? I want to help. With I want to give well, money it's great that we have or these I need help. The exact opposite, or I need the help. Exactly. Yeah. It's great that we have these organizations, and a lot of them uh, exist solely on the generosity of our community. Exactly. And the, the reason that we have so many of these great organizations, uh, going back to our episode with Betsy Price, yeah. talking about just the kind of intrinsic nature of our city, people are happy to give. They mm. really are. And that's why so many of these organizations Forward are so successful. incredibly friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Definitely not like Dallas. Dallas is not friendly yeah, at all. Yeah, I, I try not to rag on them too much, but Fort Worth is nothing like Dallas. Oh, not at all. I um, wish more people knew us just as like a standalone city. But you've, you've obviously there. heard a lot of the episodes, and, and, and in many of the episodes, I try to say this more and more, um, I was really glad that you want to do some work on the side in the, in the future. Your mic lives there now. <laughs> yeah. Just so all you right, know, audience, turn. I'm the only one who, who hasn't, hasn't hit his mic. Well, Dylan's, a, Dylan hasn't hit pro. his mic. You Dylan hasn't touched his mic. <laughs> So you're beating his mic. No, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Two and two. Okay. No, I probably needed that so I could reset. But um, <laughs> no, I I genuinely want to work with our community of creators. So I tell our guests whenever they come on the show, if you need me to do so much as just hold a camera, if you just need an extra set of hands, I'm happy to come out to an event. Yeah. And help out. I don't have to bring any of the nerdy podcaster shit. No, I can be there just to help you with your thing. So yes, I would definitely like to have you on as a co-host. That would be great. So. Well, we're doing another. Um, me and a different guy. Actually, you might have heard of him. His name is Israel Padilla. That sounds familiar. He's the guy who does all. He'll go out um, and ask like fan popular questions on oh, okay. 7th Street. He's yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. He's that, yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got the second guy who's got the gimbal and the phone with the, little, the really bright light. Yeah. He actually came up to me one night and I didn't know who he was yet. And he was just bothered. And I was not in the mood <laughs> for it. It was right here at Blue Sushi. Uh-huh. Um, I was like waiting because I left my sunglasses on the bar and the bartender was like coming out so I could get my sunglasses. And so he just like walks up and he's like, excuse me excuse me and i was like who the fuck is this girl because you know like i said like there are bad things that happen to people oh yeah and i've got that you know like, better i know better and i was like leave me the fuck. and so he's like can i just ask you one question he's like being so nice too and i was such a bitch and then he ended up releasing the video and i obviously was not my clip was not in the video oh. to be fair i deserved it but so yeah he does that all along seven three he's very popular now that i know who he is i'm like oh now i feel bad yeah but at the time i was like well that's why that ass. sounded familiar but um the videos that I've seen with him doing that silliness down there on 7th Street, he's actually very talented. He's a very talented interviewer, and yeah. he knows the exact kind of questions to ask the demographics on 7th Street. Yeah, he does. Um, but he and I, actually, Royal was just texting me a couple of days ago, and he's like, hey, there's going to be another um, party, and we want you and Israel to host it. Awesome. Because CK and... you Did you meet Toro? Do you know who Toro uh, is? Mm, Toro's... Um, was he the gentleman with the excessive amount of t- uh, tattoos? No, I know who you're talking about. No, Toro is just another guy who's in the party on Seventh Group, and he okay. does a lot of the events. Like he always hosts the, um, I believe he also hosts the uh, the turtle races at Whiskey and all that okay. stuff. But they've got, you know, those they've got their hierarchy of yeah. hosts. But 
you're you're needing some younger talent who's going to be hosting these events for the next generation right. kind of thing. And so I, Israel, uh, myself, a couple of the bartenders, um, Annalise, Haley, um, they're all you know kind of getting really popular, and they're going to start hosting events, and we're going to start That's hosting cool. events. Um, so he and I have got one. I think it's coming up either in June or July. Um, and if we do, once I know the venue, I'd love to have you and Sam back out, um, just you know talking to yeah. people and that kind of stuff. Like you'd I'd love, love it. To. Yeah, it'd be great. Just whenever you have a solid date, let me know. Yeah, I'll, I will. I'll mark it out. Now we glazed over. We got it, and I know we're running long here, but yeah, we are. We we got it. You just glazed over turtle races. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Our audience is like, I'm like, sorry. What did she that? say? Turtle so races. So the way the turtle races at Whiskey Garden work, <laughs> it's just as horrendous as it sounds, but in the best way possible. So no, turtles were harmed in the making of this episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was a that. really good disclaimer voice, actually. Anyway, no. So um, the way oh, I keep hitting this table, I need it's to still okay. stop. It edits right out. Yeah, thank you. Um, so Most the way the turtle, <laughs> the way the turtle races work is that you'll have your turtles, and there's between three and five per round, and each one's got a different colored band of like electrical tape around mm-hmm. its shell, so you know which one's which. Turtle and so, friendly, exactly. And you've got these people that are like obsessed with turtle races, so they've they've. <laughs> trained their turtles and they bring their turtles out and so you can vote and you can bet and they've got these huge brackets where you're betting on these turtles and you've got teams of different colors of turtles it's incredible and so you'll put one of each in this every week i want to sponsor a turtle it's every other week actually it's every other monday and you know the funniest thing turtle you know we can sponsor i remember i said the company that that owns the four bars one of which i work at I was talking to one of the managers and I was like, what are all the events that happen at each of our four bars? And he's like, why do you need to know this? I was like, I just need this for reasons, <laughs> which would happen to be I'm doing a podcast later this week and I have to represent my, the company I work for. Right. So I've got a list of places if you're interested. The people will I'll, I'll get after her voices. Okay. So basically <laughs> you take like one of those huge, gigantic plastic planters that you put like a like plants in right and so they've cut out the bottom of this so it's just like a little cylindrical plastic thing and you put the turtles in it actually don't put the turtles in it you have some girl from the audience who's dressed very slutly and you have her (laughs) hold the turtle and lean down without bending her knees and she's got to shake her butt in the middle and you know you put the turtles inside this thing and that that little planter happens to be in the middle of this big carpet this this perfectly circular carpet that's literally got a border of a finish line and so the point of it is once this planter is released and now the turtles are free mm-hmm. they're going to start going off in their directions right. but all around this circular rug every end is a finish line so you just wait to see which turtle okay. is going to cross line first now you've got the <laughs> turtles that are trying to eat each other that's really fun but <laughs> you got to separate those at some point but at some point a turtle does cross that finish line and that turtle has won that round of the thing and so it'll work this bracket down until the very end and people are spending thousands of dollars betting on these turtles <laughs> that literally could not give two shits <laughs> They don't care. So is it is it okay? I'm I'm envisioning like a Saturday Night Lights skit, and it's, it's like, every Monday. It's every other Monday. So it's then, on Monday Night Lights. You no, know, like it'll be on Saturday Night Live, and then it'd yeah. be like it'd be like okay, guys, we're gonna race the turtles. On your mark, get set, go, and then everyone just does their thing, and then they an hour later they're like, like yeah. we have a winner. You know, it's just like a really slow. Everyone race. gets these, like a text sent. <laughs> like by the way, this turtle won. These turtles are moving. right? Like twelve <laughs> hours later. No, I mean sometimes they're really going. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen a turtle. Run, but their like arms are basically yeah, on hinges, like, so it's like 
<sighs> it's like doing the breaststroke, yeah. but like as a turtle, On and they're land. just they're going crazy. And you've got <laughs> these like people, and it's I mean you've been to whiskey, like they've got the private tables and like the VIP couches, and like people have spent thousands of dollars wow. on bottle service God, to sit and watch these turtles race, and it's like a five or six hour procession. People it is incredible. gamble for anything. People will gamble on anything. They really well, will. And it's not gambling, I'm sure. It's not, not gambling. legal gambling. Because that is illegal, Sam. No, yes. It's not gambling. Yeah, so that's, cookies and stuff. Right, that's one of Whiskey's things. Let's fire through this list. We okay, want to hear what's you. going on at 7th. So on Whiskey Garden, every other Monday, you've got turtle races. Um, every Wednesday, you have steak, shrimp, and potatoes for 10 bucks. So it's a big one. And it's really good food. And then the last Wednesday of the month is always steak and lobster. This for like is Whiskey 10 Garden? Bucks. This is Whiskey. Okay. This is where we were for the yeah, party yeah. yeah um they've got incredible food okay. um so that's that uh reservoir where i work it's one of the only like full restaurant and also bars so it's not a it's nightclub really in any respect the food is incredible it's i love it it's so yeah. good i and they have a brick oven there too right they do have, like brick oven pizzas mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. we also have a late night menu where you can only get like appetizers and pizzas every <laughs> night 10 to 2 um anyway so uh we have sunday like sunday is our industry night pretty much and then we also have our peer, beer pong tournaments so you've got these like teams of or partners of beer pong and that's a big procession as well i've been there for one of those they're really fun and then on thursday we have karaoke mm-hmm. love that i have not been to one of our karaoke's yet that's tonight actually yeah thursday oh my god do you guys want to go to karaoke after this i have to be at work no you don't at 1 a.m no you don't anyway um <laughs> i really do so junk remember punch. we were talking about toxic environments earlier oh i have to go back to mine at one <laughs> I really hope your boss does not listen to your podcast. If he does, it's okay. At this, at and this time. You're, hey, he's not talking about you. He's talking about his other boss. Yeah, Don't worry. my other job, I have to pee at it one. Yeah, time. exactly. <laughs> and then Junk Punch, they always have a league bowling every Thursday. So at 8 o'clock, they have like kind of like the older Junk, crowd that Junk has to be. Junk Punch is next to Mama's house? No, Junk Punch is next to Dogwood. That's a brand new one right yeah it's fairly new yeah yeah it's fairly new it's it's owned by funky lime which owns these other right, three right. um but it's definitely the newer one they've got lots of arcades they've got actually this really cool thing it's a combination between basketball and connect four so they've mm. got this huge connect four board that they've built these okay. tiny mini basketballs in red and blue and uh-huh. then over each of the columns for connect four is a basketball hoop so you have to make a bucket to get your ball while in drinking while drinking jesus i know the kids got game folks they really do um so their their bowling is every tuesday night and then your mom's house which is the one that looks like that country house with the yeah. wraparound porch right. so cute <laughs> um they have karaoke on wednesday and then they're getting back into this they do they were off seasons they don't but normally every other wednesday they have hot wheel racing a hundred foot track the big yeah oh no no like the little little ones yeah they have a hundred foot track that they've built and people will bring their like little hot wheels that's so cool and then race them it's incredible (laughs) they're just now gonna there i don't think they've done it yet this season because they were out of season we don't do it during like the winter and the spring Mm. but yeah like a big summer fall event so that's 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 funky lime and that's everything we're doing you know i lived down there for a while did you go out there a lot yeah every night where where did you frequent so we lived at was it is it blue buffalo or white? that sounds white buffalo correct it's Something right there buffalo. across from rodeo goat okay and we had a four floor one bedroom apartment mm-hmm. it was so cool we had a badass terrace that was like twice the size of this office on the roof white level. buffalo white buffalo white yeah buffalo. um but i just didn't realize all this was going on i i don't know how much of it is new it's not Okay. Seventh has always been like a very big party environment. Right, yeah. And we it, actually have it a was circus. Then, Next Wednesday is a circus that Fort Worth Forever is hosting. 
yeah in, in seventh like on the seventh, seventh it's gonna be oh my god if i remember where it's i think it's i don't want to say it's backyard but it might be remind back. me on. and i'll put it in the show notes yeah i'll, I'll send it. you the flyer um but because you know every <laughs> event they have they send flyers right gotta make a flyer um love that yeah. i don't know which graphic designers are in charge of this but they're doing great work i <laughs> need their number yeah but yeah they're oh yeah here we go fort worth forever is hosting a seventh street circus 9 p.m on the 25th i don't know where it's gonna be maybe it's on here and i'm just blind um (laughs) but they've got all these yes bartenders and cocktails gonna come out they've got a face painter actually that ticks me off because i wanted to be the face painter for the event and they already had some no apparently there can't there can only be one they're gonna have like balloon animals and they're gonna have there shouldn't be rules i know (laughs) how dare they um so yeah it's gonna be a big thing like you in order to get a ticket for the circus you have to go to one of the bars that's Mm -hmm. helping run the circus and you have to buy a drink from that place and then that drink gets you a ticket for the circus Mm. sounds pretty straightforward it's it's gonna be a lot of fun well now that you've been on the fort worth roots podcast anytime you've got something that you want me to share on our social media just let me know same to you and i'll i'll put it out um whenever this episode is published i'll be sending it to you and i would be absolutely honored if you share I'll it with share your peeps yeah i'll put it all i'll make it my link i'll take <laughs> okay. off my model my link tree mm-hmm. and i'll put up just the actually you know what i might just add this podcast link to my like forever link tree that way it's However always you up. Do i'm it. gonna do that i'm gonna do that that'd be sick yeah that's gonna be awesome um but thank you for doing this. Where Thank can you. our listeners find you? I'm going to put it in the show notes, but I always like to talk about it. So I am on all social media platforms except for Twitter because Twitter is toxic. Um, <laughs> I also <laughs> am not an advocate yeah, for Twitter I, just because I'm deleted, stupid. I deleted my Twitter account in 2017 and never looked back. Oh, really? So Instagram, I am at GenevieveF1007. Basically, just start typing in G-E-N-E in the search box and I will pop up. That's what I found. Yeah. yeah. Um, Snapchat, <laughs> it's underscore Genevieve. Facebook, Genevieve Farnham, and then uh, my website is linked on my link tree, and that's where I have my modeling and my art portfolio. Also, um, all upcoming events that I'm either helping host, collaborating with, or planning in some way. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for having and, me. And um, next time we'll get into like some real deep stuff. Real and deep we'll, stuff. We'll stay on track and we'll have a mic for you. Oh, he's got, he's he's the one who, if anyone should be on a podcast, it's this guy. He's been wanting to do a podcast for, for he's such his an own? His own podcast? Yeah, we've had we've had ideas of things okay. that we wanted well, to do. We're podcasts here to help on. you, man. If you need some help, yeah. So actually, Dylan, yeah. at some point we, we come up with like this. if yeah. we come up with like a couples podcast, we're gonna hire Sam. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me. I'll let you have the last word, Andrew. But before we we seal this one off, I just wanted to say, you know, Genevieve, thank you for for being here and talking with us. I think that it was very entertaining. I laughed. Aww. I cringed. I did a little bit of everything. I he cried. cried. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. There and, were tears. And so thank you for, for joining us. And Andrew, thank you for having me on the Fort Worth yes, Roots sir. podcast. It's my pleasure to be your co-host. Damn good co-host. And so well, I, I think we feel this plane good. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's time to land it. We landed it. We're, we're set. You've so got thank the controls. You. My hands are clear. <laughs> Sam is signing off. <laughs> Genevieve okay. signing off. All right. Perfect. All right. Fort Worth Roots listeners, thank y'all for being here, and we will see you next week. Bye. See ya. A very sincere thank you to our guest today, Genevieve. You were incredible. I am looking forward to doing more work with this fireball. She's got so many ideas. She's an ideas person. I like ideas for people, persons. Sam, thank you so much for lending us your space and co-hosting on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Dude, you're incredible. Uh, So let's do it again. And Genevieve mentioned she wants to 
do some kind of co-hosty type thing on Fort Worth Roots, let's do it. Let's let's make that happen. Y'all can go see Genevieve. She works down at the Reservoir. She's a server bartender, and she knows what she's doing. So go see her. Go hang out. 7th Street. And you probably don't even have to go to the Reservoir. You probably just walk down 7th Street, and you'll see her running around talking to people. Really cool. Really cool lady. And uh, Dylan, next time we will have a mic for you, sir. <laughs> we <laughs> we had no idea how long this episode went until uh, I went to look at like my phone after the episode. I was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to do that to us. But uh it it was a great episode. I I wouldn't have changed a thing. So good stuff. Guys, gals, if you did not go check out this YouTube video that uh is getting released with this episode, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's uh it's very entertaining. We did include a video from the event that we went to with the Funky Panther and uh that not much to that. Just kind of running around with the camera and there's a bunch of faces that you're going to recognize if you're into the Fort Worth, the local Fort Worth podcast scene. Everybody was there. And congratulations to the, the Funky Panther. They just recently won another award for being the best damn show out there. Uh, but congratulations on, on that event going so well. That was awesome. I was really glad that that went well for those guys. And I was very honored to be invited to that thing. So. It's open to the public. You know, I didn't get like a handwritten invitation. I'm not that cool yet, but it was awesome. And I was glad to be there. Ran into a bunch of people I already knew and met a bunch of people that uh, I hadn't met yet. So we need to do more stuff like that. I loved it. Okay. Is there anything else? Did I tell you about Squad STX? Go check them out. SquadSTX.com. You know those people. I talk about them all the time. If this is your first time checking out Fort Worth Roots, the end of the episode is where I just kind of babble and, and just see what sticks. You know. So that's that's what that's about. Um, yeah, go to YouTube, subscribe, check out our channel. Uh, I've gotten a lot better at that. I've updated it so that you've got all the videos that I have available are on there now, and I'm going to try to keep that tempo. Uh, make sure that there's not a, a backlog of video. Uh, for a very long time, there was nobody looking at the YouTube channel, so... I didn't really stress on it, but now we've got people watching the videos. So there's going to be a lot more content on the YouTube channel, and uh, I'm going to put a lot more energy into making those videos for you. So you'll kind of have two experiences. You know, if you want to just listen to the audio, that's fine. Um, but there will always be more content for you to check out on the YouTube video. But it's like it's going to be over an hour and a half long. So <laughs> maybe you can just kind of skim through it, see which parts you, you want to look at. Um, that's a really long video. So, but I do have people that I know listen to the show and they watch the whole damn video. So more power to you. You make my analytics awesome. Okay. That's it guys, gals. Thank y'all for listening to this week's episode of Fort Worth Roots. And we are, uh, approaching another one of those, uh, two episode, uh, per week months, uh, because I am starting to pack in kind of a backlog. Um, something that is in the works and I have no details to give you just yet, uh, because I'm, I'm still talking to people and trying to kind of fill this out, but we are going to do a 100th episode, uh, release party. This is actually an idea that came from our friend, Leon Daniels, who's done a couple of episodes with us, him and his wonderful wife, uh, Amaya. So that was a Leon thing. Leon is a, an ideas guy. I like ideas people. 
And he's like, what are you going to do for your 100th episode? And I told him who I thought would be on the guest there. And as soon as that one is recorded, I'm going to let you guys know. But I'm, I'm really excited about episode 100. That's going to be a cool deal. So, all right. That's enough babbling out of me. Thank you all again for listening. And I will see you next week. Peace. Peace.